0: Listener Production. Good morning sports fans and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Leon Blanagan and this is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport for Friday the 9th of September. Today, Aaron Finch's nightmare at the crease continues for Australia, good things come in threes for the Tigers, and Dan Ricardo receives a ringing endorsement for his future in Formula 1. But first... <laughs> when you talk about the greatest surfers of all time, Kelly Slater stands alone. Obviously. The 11-time world champ is in a class by himself, but an Aussie might be about to claim second spot. Priority with Gilmore and she needs it. She will use it quickly. As she sets that rail, the DHD now off the bottom first turn. A big forehand swoop. Connects the rail line and taps the lip. In motion again for the wrapping cutback. And lays into the lip line again and she will shut this one down seven-time world champion steph gilmore is standing on the doorstep of surfing immortality today at the world surf league finals at lower trestles in san clemente california the way the finals work is that the top five surfers on both the women's and men's tour compete in a knockout style format with the fifth and fourth ranked surfers going head to head first the winner of that moves on to tackle the third ranked surfer then the second-ranked surfer, and finally, somebody wins their way through to go up against the top-ranked surfer in a best-of-three heat final. Hmm. Sounds exciting. It is. But for Steph, who came in ranked fifth, it means she would have to defeat Brissa Hennessy, Tatiana weston and Johan Defay just to get a shot at a world title against women's world number one and defending world champion, Carissa Moore. But she did it. Being the hunter as opposed to being the hunted, I think is working in her favor. She just seems to really uh, be chasing this goal down beautifully. Some big turns laid down here. Huge, huge turns in. Again, great, great flow, which is what expect from Steph. You know, the board is stuck to her feet. She's been putting in the extra time training out of the water, which I think is going to pay dividends today for sure. Look at the size of this wave. Nice huge set wave. Just hammers that first section. And so it's a best of three heat final between seven-time world champ Steph Gilmore and five-time world champ Carissa Moore. And unbelievably, Steph, despite having already surfed in four heats, took out the first heat against Carissa, meaning she's just two good waves away from claiming an eighth world title that would take her clear of fellow Aussie surfing icon Lane Beachley, who also has seven world crowns, and stamps Steph as the undeniable Queen of the Waves. Was this in line? Yes, it is. It is his first five in one-day internationals for Adam Zampa. It is a win for Australia. Adam Zampa put New Zealand in a spin yesterday in the second ODI match in Cairns, claiming his maiden five-wicket haul in the process. And while the win wraps up the series for Australia with one match still to play, there is an issue that the Australian selectors might need to have a look at. Thick edge. It's not an edge. It's straight to Williamson. So the poor. Run of form continues for the Australian captain. He looked to be aggressive, wanted to get on the front foot. And all it has caused is his downfall. More questions now around the Australian skipper. If Aaron Finch was in a cartoon, he'd have Tweety Birds flying around his head at the moment. The Aussie skipper was caught out for a second ball duck trying to be aggressive at the start of the Aussie innings. Finch is averaging less than four runs from his last seven matches and becomes the first Aussie ever to manage five ODI Ducks in a calendar year. This is history in the making, folks. Finch is the captain of the ODI squad and is also captain of the Aussie T20 national side, and as the clock counts down to the T20 World Cup set to take place in Australia one month from now, surely the selectors are looking at just how useful a captain who doesn't make any runs actually is. For a team that was knocked out of the finals last week after their narrow loss to the Brisbane Lions, the Richmond Tigers kind of feel like they're still winning. And did you meet with Jacob Hopper today? We did meet with Jacob Hopper today. It's probably not something, but I think there's enough vision out there that, that might come in. So, yeah, it's not something that I feel overly comfortable about, but um, the fact of the matter is, as you know, a quality player as well, wants to come home, and we're hoping to facilitate that for him. On Monday this week, Tigers coach Damien Hardwick admitted live on AFL 360 that he had met with GWS midfielder Jacob Hopper about potentially joining the club. The 25-year-old midfielder has one year left on his contract with the Giants, but is interested in a move to Victoria. And yesterday, the Tigers put a seven-year contract offer on the table. I'll take it! Yeah, Hopper couldn't get the words out of his mouth fast enough in telling GWS he'd like them to work out a trade to get him to the Tigers. And they probably will, as they look to manage salary cap pressures. It's reported the Tigers will likely send a first-round draft pick to GWS in exchange for Hopper but it gets better for the Tigers. Inside here for Taranto, gets out of the tackle, arches the back, and has a ping, it's there! Superb! In a power move that'd make Donald Trump quiver, the Tigers have also thrown a seven-year offer on the table for Hopper's teammate and fellow midfield star, Tim Taranto. I'll take it! Who? Like Hopper, couldn't say yes quick enough. Despite being off contract, Taranto doesn't qualify for unrestricted free agency yet, so the Tigers will likely have to send two first-round draft picks to the Giants to get the 24-year-old Bull. And just like that, the Tigers have suddenly added two young stars entering their prime to a team that had already made the finals. But they do say good things come in threes. Martin to put pressure. Still with Martin. Can he kick a four? Dustin Martin, the greatest big game player of his generation, who at 31 years of age was reportedly considering a move away from the Tigers, has told the club... I'm not f-ing leaving! Yeah. Martin will see out the final two years of his rich deal at Richmond, and with Hopper and Taranto likely to join him in 2023 and beyond, the Tigers look absolutely terrifying. Oh, I think he should be racing. I think he's far too talented to, and he's earned the right to be uh, amongst us all racing. For a bloke who hasn't exactly been lighting up the track in 2022, Dan Ricciardo sure is demanding plenty of attention heading into this weekend's Italian Grand Prix. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Quick recap, Ricciardo's poor form has seen he and McLaren agree that he'll move on at season's end. A reported payout to the tune of $20 million made that an easier pill to swallow. But now, Ricciardo is assessing his future in the sport. I still have that that fire in me that that belief in in my belly that i can do this at the highest level um so yeah all that stuff's still there and with slim pickings on the grid as far as other driving seats for next year it's been reported ricardo could link up with mercedes to serve as a backup driver for 2023 to young brit george russell and seven-time world champion Lewis hamilton but Lewis thinks that that job is beneath a driver of Ricardo's quality. Would you welcome Daniel as a third, as a reserve driver next year at Mercedes? Well, I think he should be racing. I think he's far too talented to, and he's earned the right to be uh, amongst us all racing. So, But of course, if he's a part of our team, that'd be great, but I mean, third role is not really, I think, what's best for him. So right. if I was managing him, He'll be racing. Hamilton made the comments while sitting alongside Dan at a media event for this weekend's Italian Grand Prix, and that is a nice little pump up of Dan's tyres heading into this weekend at Monza, where Ricardo is the defending champion. And who knows? Maybe after that little interaction, Dan has actually asked Lewis to represent him, and a deal could get done this weekend for Dan to drive in 2023 instead of sitting in the garage as a backup. <laughs> And that is your fast fun hit of sport to wrap up another week on the scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend. I'll see you Monday. Listener.